Hello and welcome to episode three of Power Blazers. I am your co-host Kate Rafferty. And I'm your co-host Katie Fisher. Welcome. Katie, I have to ask. Yeah. It's the end of January. Did you make it through for dry January? Ooh, dry January is over. I made it to the 28th, which I feel oh my very gosh, yeah. proud of. Yeah, that's that's a total win. Yeah. I mean, the weekend, we were rolling into the weekend. It was basically yeah. February, yeah, yeah. but I am feeling so healthy. I am back on that drinking wagon, currently sipping some bubbles right now. <laughs> Uh, we're rolling into my birthday week. Ooh, happy birthday, girl. It's Aquarius season. So, Ooh. I mean, just lots of yeah. good stuff happening. That's amazing. Is it a big birthday? Not a milestone, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Are you feeling going into it? Like, are you feeling like, I mean, I, I hesitate to even ask because of the years that have been since 2020. I know mm-hmm. we're all like a little mm-hmm. hesitant to like declare a year to be a big year, but how are you feeling going into like, you know, this new year of your life. Oh, I love birthdays. Yeah. Like I like to celebrate birthdays because it's the one day of the year that each individual should celebrate for themselves. You made it another year, another trip around the sun, Mm -hmm. a year to do it better, do it bigger, do whatever you want. So yeah. That's an extremely healthy attitude. Yeah. I I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, It's good. And it's uh, year 34. Wow. I know. Uh I didn't realize I was older than you. Yeah. You know, this is a positivity podcast, so I'm not going to let that bring me down. Yes. Yes. Man. Okay. You know, it's okay. Um, It's okay. Not by much. No, no, not by not much. And every year that we get to be here is a gift, right? Yeah. So celebrating that for sure. COVID has taught us anything. It's that we all value time differently and more. It's true. It's true. Well, that's very exciting. And I'm so privileged to be here with you on your birthday week. Thank you, Kate. So let me take that time. I won't sing you happy birthday as my gift to you. Oh, but you'd be so good at it. Well, that's true, but it's embarrassing, right? Well, I don't know. I find it embarrassing. <laughs> well, what do you have going on this week? So as we're recording this, I am gearing up to go to Disney World. Woo-hoo! I know. With my family. with Mom my, of the year. Yeah. With my toddler. Well, she's not, a t- I guess she's like not even a toddler anymore. She's going to be four in March and my one-year-old, my mm-hmm. husband, and my mother, who's going to help us out, which is going to be phenomenal. And this is like a confession. Uh, I'm a Disney adult a little bit. Like, I used to live in California, so I... That's weird. Disneyland. I've never seen you wear the sweatshirts. <laughs> I mean, I do have one. <laughs> and I have pins, which is super <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so on one hand, I'm super excited. Like, it, you know, for some parents, I think it's like a little bit obligatory to like see the look on your kid's face. For me... I'm probably as excited as my kid, so that helps. Are we doing like princess breakfasts? Oh yeah, like are we fully booked? Do I we am have fast just passes? spoiling the crap out of myself, really, and okay. my my children because I think COVID. I just booked this. I booked this like mid COVID because I needed something to look forward to. So I booked uh-huh. it way far out because I was like, okay, by this time we'll be through the woods. Which turns out, you know, we're still maybe in the woods, but it is what it is, and we're gonna go. Um, I needed something to look forward to, and so as I was planning, I was like. What are all of the things we want to do? And I kind of went crazy a little bit because we haven't really gone. Have you guys been to Disney World before? No, not as a family. I haven't gone since I was a kid. Okay. So on one hand, so pumped. We're going to be doing so many cool things. And then on the other hand, I'm girding my loins a little bit for sure Mm -hmm. because we're saying for seven days. It's a long trip with small children, which is part of the reason I'm bringing my mother because bless her heart that she's coming with us. Shout out to Midwest Mary. Yeah. Thank you, Mary Rafferty for coming (laughs) with us. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely mentally, you know, trying to keep that positive, uh, positive mindset from, I know there's going to be meltdowns. I know there's going to be 
you know, some trials and tribulations and we're just going to have to like roll with the, with, with the punches as but, it goes, Kate, but it's going to be worth it. It's the most magical place on earth. Right. That's what I've heard. That's what so, I've heard. There could never be a meltdown I think there. it'll just be wonderful. Uh, no. And I'm trying to prepare as much as I can. Like, I'm Are you getting matching t-shirts? Do we have like the uh, Disney mom, Disney you know, dad, that's Disney? That's for me. Okay. The, I had no shade to anybody who does mm-hmm. the matching stuff, but I did buy like both the kids have like an outfit with a a Disney character for every like okay. day of the week. Very cute. I think cute stuff. Um, and then I bought myself a few things. Brandon and I both have a few things. <laughs> I I've even drunk Brandon into those, which he is not a Disney adult, <laughs> even a little bit. So I drank my husband into this as well. So anyway, that's what I've I love got that. I just on. learned yeah. you're a Disney adult. This yeah. is good. It's embarrassing, but you know, yeah, I have future gift ideas for you. Don't no, be embarrassed about that. My mom got me pins for Christmas. I'm supportive of you. I'm excited for you. I can't wait yeah. to hear about how Disney goes. But I honestly think this is a really good transition into our pep talk for this week because I think I'm going to need this okay. when I get back. Um, oh. I think I'm going to need to. Yes. Well, that's right. And so, as always, we'll start with the pep talk today. We've also got a fantastic interview. We are bringing you all a conversation with a badass entrepreneur and fellow Sevier County native, Helen Todd. Helen is the co-founder and CEO of Sociality Squared, a full-service social media agency that she established in 2010 in New York City. Helen is an award-winning marketer, international speaker, and also an advisor and speaker for South by Southwest Interactive. She graduated from Xavier University and holds a master's degree in integrated marketing communications from Emerson College. I've been following Helen's climb for years, and I am very excited to have her on the podcast today. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited. I have a lot Mm -hmm. of synergies with her journey. You do. She went to Xavier and Emerson. I was in both of those places. Agency side work. Agency side. Oh, this is Mm -hmm. very exciting. I Mm -hmm. can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's the best time of the show. It's the pep talk time. Um, Yeah, so this week we are very excited because we have a specific request from Bryn. She shout out. Thank you for submitting. And to everybody else out there, mm-hmm. remember, you can go on Power Blazers Pod on Instagram. You can comment on anything. We'll do stories here and there, too, where you can just submit the hypes, you know, that mm-hmm. you might need us to come in for. And we're going to try to make sure that we're, you know, giving that back to you. So this one comes in from our audience, and it's about putting yourself first, which as a, you know, full-time employed mom, I don't always do so i'm excited for us to talk about this one yeah we all need to remember this one yeah and get a little sure. motivation around it yeah all right kate i'm gonna give it a go i'm gonna start out here yes do it do it do it i think we need to take a page from the airlines when it comes to putting mm-hmm. ourselves first because when you get on an airplane yeah they start with giving you the safety guidance and yeah. directions yes. and the first thing they say is to put your mask on first mm-hmm. secure it before helping others exactly I mean, what more do we need to know? Yeah. We got to take care of ourselves before we can take care of anybody else. Gosh, that's very wise. I who mean, shout Delta, out to... <laughs> who knew Delta was is it coming in hot? AA? I don't yeah. even know who makes those regulations, <laughs> but shout out to them for the epiphany that right. the airlines have given us. That's so great. if you start to slip and are like, man, I need, really need to focus and prioritize yes. myself, just think back. When was the last time I flew on the airplane? Remember those wonderful flight attendants? Yep. And, uh, and prioritize yourself. And kind of how can you do that? I don't know. I subscribe to the treat yourself. Treat yourself. Philosophy. Yep. And you're having a bad week. Treat yourself. Because it'll bring a little smile to your face. Make it better. If you're having yep. a good week. Treat yourself. Yeah. I mean, anything. There's a sale. Treat yourself. You're at Target. Treat yourself. Order some Domino's and get the cookie marble brownie cake. Yep. Treat yourself. Exactly. Yep. That is like a 
dream day to me. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, this is very important um, for all the women out there. I think it's really easy to sink into the bad habit of prioritizing everything else before yourself. I actually had someone like I was visiting a really dear friend of mine when I was on a trip out to Los Angeles recently. And they were asking, like, I was just sharing some of the things that were going on in my life. And she was asking me like, how are you prioritizing? Like, how is that going? She's like, so is it like the kids work and then Brandon meeting my husband? And I was like, it's really just dependent on the day. But you know, honestly, we didn't even talk about myself in that mix. Cause mm-hmm. then I was like, well, sometimes it's my work and then my kids and then my husband. And then sometimes it's my kids and then my husband and then my work, you know, I just try to find a balance, but didn't even think in that moment to talk about, you know, yourself putting myself first because we don't. Right. And it's, if we don't do it, I think we can't, you know, we can't find that balance that we need. That's so important. So, but you are finding that balance because you booked that Disney trip. Yeah. Like Gold Disney. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Treat little yourself. for my kid, little for me. <laughs> you treat yourself to Disney. I treat myself to Domino's. It's whatever works for you. Yes. But yeah. the main thing here is put yourself first. You can't take care of others until you yourself are taken care of. That's right. And as always, remember, you're, you're awesome. awesome. Whew, that felt really good. It yeah. did. Ooh. I'm ready to put myself first. Always. I just feel like number one right now. Number one in my heart. So me, myself, and I. Yeah. Well, um, it's that time for the hype track. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you picked this week. Okay, Kate. It's my birthday week. Yeah, it is. So I am just going with one of my favorite songs. There's no Ooh. theme here. There's no connection. It is just a go-to jam for me. I wonder if I me. know. I wonder if I know what it is. So on the first episode when we were doing Two Truths and Lie, I did mention that most of my hype music is rap, but I often sprinkle in some other things. Yeah. So I'm going to show a little bit different form today yeah. with that. You're going to show your countryside? Yeah. A little more country, oh, a little more Southern I rock. Knew it. Okay. You know, getting back to my roots. I was feeling that. Yeah. East Tennessee. You can take the girl out of East Tennessee. But you can't take the East Tennessee other girl. Also <laughs> still reside here. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to play a little Atlantic City by the Ooh, band today. Great choice. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah. right before we play it, we got to say the thing. Here's the thing. Yep. And as always, we do not own this music. We do not mean to represent that we do, nor do we intend to infringe on the copyright. Ooh, let's play that. Let's do it. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. But maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Ready for it? So ready. It's about to hit. I love this song. Yeah, it's a great one. Just stomping, dancing, feeling it. It's so good. Oh, that's good. And I didn't even know that song until I met you. <gasps> what? And now it's on my like frequently played. I think it was on my Spotify recap as like one of my most played songs of last year. And I've I never heard it before that. I met you. I love that you love that now. Yeah, I do. Oh, so I was okay. I'm excited about that. Pick. All right. Great. Well, I hope you other listeners join in Atlantic City by the band. Yeah. Treat treat yourself to that track. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a very exciting guest on the line with us today. She is the co-founder and CEO of Sociality Squared, a full-service social media agency based in New York City since 2010. She is an award-winning marketer, an international speaker, and an advisor and speaker for South by Southwest Interactive. 
I've known her for decades because we happen to both come from, I don't know, two of the 10 Catholic families growing up in Sevier County, Tennessee in the 90s. And I am thrilled to have her on the Power Blazer show today. So please welcome Helen Todd. Thank you so much for having me today, Katie. Yeah. So Helen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, We love hearing from badass women that are doing things, uh, sharing their story, sharing what keeps you motivated. Uh, We're going to touch on all of that today. So we start with um, kind of our main question. We we donned that blazer and we really want to hear from you what got you to where you are. So what led you to start Sociality Squared? Yeah, I have to say, it's been a while since I've had to wear a blazer given the pandemic, but I, I busted one out for you today. It looks it awesome. <laughs> to find it in my closet. Um, you know, when, when you sent the question, I think actually the movie Sliding Doors with Gwyneth uh, Paltrow forever ago, it had yeah. its character was Helen and she had kind of like two realities she went down. Like one was kind of like not so good and the other she opened her own like PR agency. And I always thought that was like the coolest thing. Uh, So I think actually in my high school uh, senior yearbook, uh, it asked like, where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? I was like, with my own PR agency. That's amazing. You manifested it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I might have even said Cincinnati because at the time Cincinnati was like a massive, you know, really big city. Mm -hmm. And you know, fast forward, um, my first uh, real job out of grad school was working for a social media agency. Um, I worked with them for 10 months, actually got fired from that job. Which... What? <laughs> and then the next morning at like, um, I don't know, four or five in the morning, I like woke up with a domain idea, immediately went to the computer to go daddy. And that was kind of the, the first seed of um, Sociality Squared was born. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, what year would that event like 2008, 2009? The company was founded in 2010. So um, it was very, very early days for social media marketing. Yeah. So what did, first of all, why did you get fired from the agency? <laughs> so it took me a long time to actually like be able to comfortably say this publicly. Um, okay. <laughs> being like um, an A student and all this stuff, like it it was a really, really big um, hit to my ego (laughs) (laughs) that happened. But no, it was was a very small company. It was a husband and wife led and they were growing so fast. Uh, You know, it was very early days of social media. So I think it was, I was kind of more like collateral damage of them just growing super fast and not knowing what to do with that growth. Um, But uh, anyway, it, it was, it, it showed me a few things, like one that I love social media and that I wanted to continue doing it. And it was almost like re- uh, reverse mentorship because I'd only mm. like interned at like a really massive company and kind of always like the idea of, you know, working my way up the corporate ladder and having mm-hmm. you know, structured mentorship. But it was kind of like, it was such a shit show in a lot of ways. And it's like, if they can do this and make money, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> money and you know, fast forward next month um or yeah in two days uh it's february but the company will be 12 years old which is kind of like wild to think about too that is what congratulations 12 years yeah thank you that's huge okay so you get fired you have the domain idea you wake up and you do it what's the next step do you just 
get on a plane, move to New York City. You're starting it there. How do you start the the team, the, you know, get your structure, get your offerings, your services? Yeah. So I, at that point in time, I was in New York City because I went from uh, oh, okay. to Cincinnati grad school to Boston and I started working for that company and they um, let me move to New York City. Um, so I was in New York City at that point in time. I was 26 years old, really had no idea what I was doing. So I think the uh, just being naive um, probably helped a lot at that point in time. Uh, and then another gal actually from that agency who had also been like, go, I was kind of like, you know, sharing the idea with her and she's like, okay, let's do it. And then before you know, uh, know it, we were like signing legal documents <laughs> together as co-founders, um, which I kind of, in hindsight, um, probably would have redone that. We're still very good friends to this day, but it was kind of like a Vegas wedding where we like <laughs> really quick, but didn't have some like serious conversations about what it meant, you know, having a partnership type of relationship. Uh, but yeah, so we got on board and our initial idea for the company actually was just to be a training agency um, and train people and not be in client services, but everyone wanted to pay us for client services. So uh -huh. we just followed the money and the demand. Um, and honestly, we're still very much doing the same, uh, a, a lot's changed in the industry, but we're still doing our core initial offering of full social media management and marketing. That's amazing. Okay, so how big is your team now? So we're a network of independent contractors. So we we're kind of like ahead of the curve on that trend, which has kind of been accelerating in the, the past couple of years. Um, we've always been a remote team. Um, so that's also something that we were kind of ahead of on the curve. Um, so right now we're um, about seven to 10 people on the core team. And then we work with like a, if it's a video project or something outside of our daily services, then we have a network of other um, talented people that we pull in for projects. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. As someone who works on the client side, uh, I work with a lot of different agencies. And so how you have this set up is very progressive uh, with the independent contractor. That's I can see that. I mean, we've all been reading about the great resignation and the mobility desire that younger generations have. So kudos to you for leading an organization kind of on the forefront of that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's served us well, like a gal right now um, on the team, she's moving from New York to Philly. Um, and it's just so easy if you work remotely to be totally mobile. Um, mm -hmm. and hard. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's worked well for for us. Yeah. Okay, so you've accomplished so much since 2010. But looking back for a minute, what would you text your younger self if you could share just one thing? Uh, buy Bitcoin early on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good advice. <laughs> and Apple, I'm like taking right now on Apple stock. But no, I, I think all seriousness, I think um, I just jokingly about Bitcoin, but like to be more financially literate earlier mm. on. Because I, I remember in like high school and college and even grad school, it's like, oh, I'll, you know, once I start making real money, then I'll take you know, saving and investing seriously versus, mm -hmm. and I still feel to a certain extent that I'm kind of like late on the learning curve um, for some of that stuff. So I, uh, I think my younger self, like just get more financially literate um, much sooner. Yeah. 
That is such a good one because I love all the the jokes you see on social media on Instagram about how, you know, we were learning geometry, like we're going to use that in the future versus like teaching us about a 401k and investment things in high school and younger years and formal schooling. But it's so true. I, in most industries, it really, whatever you touch, you always will have your personal finances, regardless of kind of the work that you do. That's a, that's a really good one. Young Helen would have liked that. <laughs> And probably would have bought Bitcoin as well. <laughs> yeah. I actually, because, uh, you know, I've been involved in like the tech space since 2009, I guess, for my first job. And I actually dug up in my emails. I'm like, when was the first time that like Bitcoin showed up in one of my emails? And it was like 2011. Was Whoa. it? And I was like, man. And then I looked up and I had set up a MetaMask wallet in like 2017, which was still kind of early to buy a crypto kitty, which is like worthless today. But I was like, man, if I would have just put that same money on Bitcoin, it'd be a totally different, <laughs> totally different story today. Oh my gosh. Missed opportunities. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's really good. Okay. So on more of a motivation tone, we like to do two truths and a lie. So the little game and motivation style, it's so easy. I know I fall into this to get distracted, discouraged. I mean, there's so much going on. Can't even talk about what's happened in the past two years in the world. So you've been killing it since 2010. What do you do to stay motivated, to stay focused and to stay positive with it? Two truths and a lie, Sal. I'm going to try to figure out this lie. I don't know. I feel like you're going to have some good ones. I did think a little bit about these because listening to your first episode, I was like, man, that is hard <laughs> to come up with them. Um, okay. So the first one is um, on Sunday nights in like preparation for the week ahead, I'll write down in my journal um, like three to five things that I'm looking forward to. Um, so that's one. Um, the other one is I love listening to interviews and actually mm -hmm. I love commencement speeches as well. Um, of just other people sharing like their story. I find that extremely inspirational. Um, I've listened to many an Oprah uh, interview. She's a yes. favorite, fan favorite. Um, and then for the third one, um, I, I have a list and this is kind of a, a new thing of feeling touch points of like, um, like a, a moment. Actually, I have them here on my desk of like, uh, when I had a great idea and I was like, aha, yeah, like, I just know that that's a good idea. Like, what was that feeling? Or when I've spoken on stage before and it just like felt good, like, what was that feeling to try to like tap into that and channel it and like try to look forward to that feeling again? Um, it's kind of been a fun thing that I've been playing with. Oh, I like that one a lot. Um, I also like that you highlighted commencement speeches in particular <laughs> because I, you know, I think uh, Sevier County native, have you ever gone and watched the Dolly Parton commencement speech that she gave at UT years ago? Yes. Well, I don't know if it was the one two years ago. It was her Not dream. Not two years. Yeah. No, it was a yeah. few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Three more one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And I mean, I love Dolly, but I would feel like commencement speech, man, that's a really good idea if you're not doing that or if I, I'm like taking notes for things I should be doing. Um, that's a good one. I love commencement speeches because it's like, so many accomplished people like and it's so funny like even when Oprah got in front of Harvard they're like these super talented and accomplished people like oh I'm so nervous to be doing it but they like really spend time compacting like their life experiences into the mm -hmm. speech that they're hoping to pass along so you get like a lot of really great nuggets from great people. 
Yeah, no, I, that's a really good one. Okay. So I'm, I'm not going to guess that's your lie because it's so good. And I'm now mentally noting that for myself for the future. And I'm going to say your first one, the journaling one, the, the prep for the week. Maybe that's the lie. It is like, I've done Ooh. one twice, but I don't like it. It's a good t- suggestion because I'm always like testing out other things, but I've done uh-huh. it hasn't stuck, but I, I like the idea of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's, uh, it's very organized and aspirational. Um, you know, you would be on top of it on Sunday versus, uh, the Sunday scaries and other things that I'm just trying to like get through like the next episode of succession on Sunday and, uh, then not even thinking about the work week yet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, those are awesome. Thank you for those. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, check out some commencement speeches, all things Oprah. Like you said, Oprah never gets old. You can never go wrong with Oprah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Well, Helen, thank you so much for coming on the show today and being our second guest. I could not be more appreciative of you taking your time, sharing your story, having a little fun with me on this today. And uh, I want to let all our listeners know Go check out Sociality Squared, their website, socialitysquared.com. Helen's got a great monthly newsletter that comes out, keeps you up to date on everything they have going on. And if you are a business or work for a company that is in need of social media agency services, uh, they've got you covered. So go check them out. And again, Helen, just thank you so much for joining today. It was great talking with you. It was so good. And I'm so like excited for you. Congrats on this podcast. I can't wait to listen to all the other episodes and all the other guests that you have on here. Oh, I appreciate that so much. It's, uh, it's going to be fun and it's going to be awesome because of guests like you. So thank you so much. And, uh, well, y'all that takes us to the end of episode two, stick around after the music to hear this week's female owned spotlight. Today's female-owned business spotlight, Amy Y'all, was created by Atlanta-based ceramic artist, Amy Williams. I am completely obsessed with Amy's work, including her iconic ceramic rainbow mugs. She has process stickers and even paint-your-own pottery kits. They're beautiful. They're colorful. They're downright just fun. You need to check her out on Instagram, at Amy Y'all, because not only is she insanely gifted, She's also amazingly funny. So come for the pottery, stay for the humor. Again, her Instagram is Amy Yall or go to amyall.com. Do yourself a favor and check it out.